And welcome back to another edition of the On the Board Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Shawnee on the mic. Happy Wind Down Wednesday to all. As always, joined by my main man, my co-host, William Tirucci, a.k.a. We'll see who is east of me. Will, happy Wind Down Wednesday. How are you? Happy hump day, Sean. What's better than a camel on hump day? Well, how the hell could I forget that? What <laughs> is my problem? What is my problem? Well, Wait, yes, there's, the there's, only... There's... You have no problems right now. Your Titans are doing great. They're undefeated. They beat the Bills. We'll very get into nice, that for nice. a little bit. Me, I, you know, between the Yankees losing, which I expected, and the yes. Jets to be on their way to 0-16, which I kind of didn't expect, but here we are. <laughs> here we go. You know, it's, it, it, it's a tale of two different ways going right now. But, Sean, I'm doing good, bud. I can't complain. You know, everything's going good. Still hearts beating, pumping blood. You know how that goes. Uh, still breathing. How how are you, bud? Well, I am good. I am good. Like you said, the Titans are doing well. Um, you know, you're hearing these things about the Mets and Steve Cohen, how he plans to spend money. It's getting me excited. And well, I don't know if you saw this today. The Brooklyn Nets debuted some uh, throwbacks that they're going to wear. It's not the actual throwback from like the early from the earlier nineties, but it's kind of like it a. Is. It is late ninety. It's kind of like a nineties, but with a little twenty twenty no, look. No, it it's it's the early nineties. It's a throwback. It's just the bigger thing. It's just the the NBA logo being on the back and the Nike right. logo twenty twenty. I understand. I understand that aspect to it, but it's right, still right. it's still an early nineties throwback. I saw it. They're beautiful. They look great. They should be doing some New York Net ABA jerseys. I know they did that ten years ago, yeah. uh, trying to pay homage to back to their roots when they were in New York and playing at Nassau Coliseum, the Nets, but we'll save that. We'll save that. Sean, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Well, be, before we do, this, the, the black and white for the Nets, that is when uh, Jay-Z was a part owner of the team. I know. He isn't. I think it's, if you want to embrace the New Jersey people, which you want, the team is in Brooklyn. Well, I would love for them to go back to red, white, and blue. I would love it great. to go, go back great. to red, white, and black. But, well, we shall see. Um, well, let's get uh, into it. Well, let's start with the NFL. Well, obviously, like you said, the New York Jets, 0-5. They lost to the Arizona uh, Cardinals, 31-10. Well, the Jets actually kept the game close for a half, which I'm like, all right, maybe they could get a couple things going, and we'll see from there. And the Cardinals did what we expected them to do, and they pulled away in the second half. Will, what was your take on week five of the New York Jets versus the Cardinals? Sean, you hit it right on the head. It, it, it was a close game in the first half, and, you know, we, we didn't expect Kyler Murray to be a, a little bit of a, like, cold, a, a cold starter, but he ran. He ran with the ball. He had Christian Kirk. He had a couple other pieces, too. No DeAndre Hopkins, no Larry Fitzgerald going out there. And in the first half, anyway, going out there and making plays. However, with everything that's gone on, this Jet offense spiraled. It was it was bad. Uh, Joe Flacco, in his first game, being a near-jet quarterback, my God. Um, you know, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for the offensive pieces that are in place right now for the Jets because, Sean, it is an absolute dumpster fire right now. It is a disaster when you're having guys like uh, uh, Jeff Smith and 
you know, Jameson Crowder going out there and where are the tight ends are crying out loud? Nowhere to be found. Chris Herndon dropping balls left and right. He had one catch. But outside of that, you know, the tight ends, Ryan Griffin, I haven't heard from him since training camp at this point in time. And, you know, Herndon, again, same same thing, same story. Week in, week out, he can't catch a ball now. And it, 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 it the running game, it, it's a joke. Everything about the Jets, defense, offense, the only good thing about it is at least we have a punter and Brandon Mann who could absolutely kick the ball uh, a country mile. He could put it out there, put it coughing, uh, corner kick, doing that, pinning the other team in, in their own zone deep. But it's been absolutely atrocious to watch this football team. It's been atrocious to watch this football team. So, you know, with everything going on, bro, it's – I'm just going to leave it like this. And we'll get into Adam Gase and Le'Veon Bell in a minute. It's just horrible. It's just horrible. It's just it, – nothing's changed. Nothing has changed week in, week out. This team has quit on their coach, it seems. And, you know, Adam Gase could go out there and talk about the team not playing hard, but they're trying in practice. And I've said this over and over again numerous amounts of times in practice. You know, as long as you're trying, great. But, you know, at this point, this is, this is horrible. There's no talent on this team at all. C.J. Mosley's out. It is what it is. That's the bottom line. It, there's nothing with this team right now. Absolutely nothing. Sean, I, I, I want to get into a jet rant right now. I do. I really do. But I'll save it for the next segment with uh, the aforementioned Le'Veon Bell. Well, you look at it right, right now with the New York Jets, Will, and, you know, it, it's it's – well, they're almost like a tease. Like they, like they give you glimpses of, okay, this is what it should look like on, on both sides of the board and, and in all three uh, phases. Well, and then you look at it and it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's frustrating from the standpoint of the judge fans deserve – well, and the Jets fans deserve way better than what they've been uh, given, Will. And it's not, okay, it's one thing if you were expected to struggle and you're struggling. It's like, okay, well, we didn't expect anything regardless. Will, the Jets had so much positivity in the off season. They got a new uh, GM in free agency, they made some moves. They brought in some guys. They addressed the needs. Well, I still, even though we have not seen uh, Denzel Mims, I still think the Jets had a very good draft. And I think when he comes, I think he'll prove he was worthy of that uh, second-round pick. And the, the positivity was there. And, the, and then, well, I think this Jets season went on the downward trend when the schedule came out. And we saw how brutal it was that you're playing the NFC West. I believe you're playing the AFC West too. And it's just like, those are probably two of the top three. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The NFC West, the AFC West and the AFC East 
each team improve themselves. The Dolphins did, the Patriots did, the Bills did. So it's like, well, all the talk I heard when the schedule came out was, oh, my God, the schedule, we're going to win three games, we're going to win four games, and then training camp happened. Well, and then Mims got hurt, and then this guy got hurt, and then Jamal and Adams gets traded away. And, well, it's like one thing after the next. They can't catch a break. But, well, I feel bad for the fans. I feel like I don't even want, want, want to talk about this past game. I feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for the fans that generally care. But, well, I'm not surprised because right before we started this um, show, well, I was listening to, I think it was Chris Carlin, I think. And he said, when a team hires a head coach that was let go from his previous job, that means his current team is telling him and the fan base the reason he got let go is had nothing to do with him. Well, that is exactly the problem is that the New York uh, um, Jets hired Adam Gates when they shouldn't have, and it's gone down since then. I'll tell you this right now, Sean, and you know, you hit the nail on the head right there 100%, but also too, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, you know, no CJ Mosley being here uh, hasn't helped the fan, the, the team out at all. Uh, you know, here, this guy was supposed to be your, your leading defensive player here, and he's only played maybe one game or a couple, a couple of games here in, in a two-year span. Not a great, not a great look for being a high-priced free agent, but also looking at it from this perspective, right? Mike McCagden went out and signed Adam Gase. Mike McCagnan went out and signed C.J. Mosley and Le'Veon Bell. And, you know, Adam Gase did not want Le'Veon Bell. This has been going on now for a while. And they go on with the draft. You know, McCagnan goes out there and drafts Quinn Williams. He has the draft from last season. Not good. And he gets canned for it. He gets canned for everything that happened. You know, we were all in shock because of it. In comes Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas is trying to, right now, after seeing what is in place and what happened last season to now, he's cleaning house. He's cleaning house. And at this point in time, am I still a Sam Darno fan? Yes, I am. Yes, I am still a Sam Darno fan. Can he be that guy to bring the Jets back to relevancy. Let's see what happens within the next, because uh, this season's lost, A. And B, with everything going on, here's what it comes down to. Here's what it comes down to with, with, with this team right now. It's, it's a dumpster fire between the GM not having the head coach here right in place, not having his pick of players here, having his first draft here, it's just a whirlwind of being a victim of circumstance if you're a New York Jets fan. And we haven't mentioned Le'Veon Bell yet. Let's talk about Le'Veon Bell because of the fact that here's a guy that came here after holding out for franchise tag, didn't want to be in Pittsburgh, signs with the Jets for the most money. I think he was making what, maybe 
eight million, nine million, twelve billion dollars a year for a running back. Yeah. Crazy number. Yeah. A crazy yeah. number. Comes in, Adam Gase didn't want him. Okay. But McCagney spent, and that's the one thing that I give McCagney credit for. He actually went out and he spent money on some players and he made some trades to get guys here. Brandon Marshall, you know, Le'Veon Bell, CJ Mosley, Avery Williamson, guys like that of that nature. Okay, fine, great. They went out there and they did it. They spent money, they opened up the pocketbook, great. Outside of that, McCagney's is a disaster. Okay. And comes Joe Douglas and Joe Douglas has been looking to trade this guy for since what week since the beginning of last season, you know, for for draft capital. And this is where it comes down with everything with this fan base right now and what this fan base needs. They need something. And I, you know, Sean, you talked about listening to Chris Carlin. I was listening to uh, Joe and Evan on my yeah. way home. I was listening to Joe and Evan on my way home. And these guys were talking about, listen, this team can go 1-15 in 15 or 0-16. And, and then the following season, like the 96 Jets, they went 1-15 in 15 to 9-7 and seven in 97. You need to have the right head coach here. You need to have the right pieces in place here. And, you know, I want to see Sam here. I do. I really do. But at this point, you know, everybody keeps on talking about Trevor Lawrence. What is Trevor Lawrence going to do? What is Trevor Lawrence going to bring to the table that Sam Darno doesn't? You're going to have to have a lot more patience, number one. Number two, just because of the fact that he's a brand-new toy doesn't mean that he's going to get old instantaneously. And number three, the pieces around Trevor Lawrence right now, if he were to be the starting quarterback of the New York Jets next season, not all too promising. You don't know what they're going to do in the draft. You don't know what kind of needs the Jets are going to address, whether it be in free agency, whether or not it be in the draft. One thing's for certain, they have a quarterback here in Sam. Three years in, okay. Injury prone a little bit. You could say that, yes. You could say the fact that he's been inconsistent. You could say the fact that he's regressed. The bottom line is he still has the intangibles to go out there and be great, and he's still a young quarterback. It's not like he's 25, 26. He's 22, 23 years old and still has the upside. Think about it like this, too. Alex Smith. Alex Smith had seven offensive coordinators before making it to the NFC Championship game in 2011 and then again in 2012. It's coaching all around. And, you know, to get back to Le'Veon Bell here, I want to see Le'Veon Bell succeed. I do. I really do. But, Sean, with everything that's gone on, this fan base has been through a lot. This fan base has been through hell and back, and it ain't getting any prettier week in and week out with this team and this, you know, with this head coach. The more he stays, the fan base is going to be irate. And then when the end of the year comes, he's going to be gone. And they're going to say, why didn't we do it sooner? Listen, firing Adam Gase does nothing right now. 0-5, you're not going to get a win. The schedule is only going to get tougher. As, as the year goes on, and the talent level that's here right now, they can't catch balls. They can't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't even catch a cold if they wanted to. That's how bad this football team is. Throughout, there's no effort. 
I asked for it. I wanted to see effort in the first two weeks. It's not there. And if the effort's not there right now, and they're going to play for jobs next year, I know that they're athletes. They're looking for the next payday. I understand that, especially on a bad team. People are going to be selfish. But, Sean, mark my words, this team will be 0-16. And I hope I'm wrong on that. But this team is going to be 0-16. Make they're definitely mistake. they're well they are definitely trending to that um well to to get trending? to the Le'Veon Bell thing trending <laughs> no they, they will be open sixteen well I mean I mean it's looking like that now because things are not very very pretty well but well to bring up your point on Le'Veon Bell you know we we all know Adam Gates didn't want Bell here we and well. Did he get hurt last year? Yeah, whatever. And then he got the thing in camp, and then he got hurt against the Bills on the hamstring. So, you know, well, but at the end of the day, I think what happened is the Jets have given Adam Gates too much power. Well, the whoever's one of the team, whether it's Woody or his son Chris or whoever the case is, brother, the brother. Sorry, the brother. Sorry. Um, they have given Adam Gates too much power where, well, Mike McCagnon was part of the front office that hired Adam Gates. I agree. Adam Gates came in and said, oh, no, this guy has to go. Got Mike McCagnon fired. And, he, and he's like, okay, I want my old guy that I'm friends with in Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas comes in. And, well, I think Joe Douglas means good and will do good. But, well, Adam Gates isn't going anywhere until Chris uh, uh, Johnson says something. Well, the well, the Johnsons have other issues on their mind more than this team. It's kind of like, well, does this remind you of two brothers that own a team in the city of New York that wear orange and blue and white will brothers that care about something else more about the team that they own. It's starting to feel and trend that way. Will, and the reason why I say that is they don't care about the fans. They spend money, which is okay, but it's like the, it's not reckless, but it isn't smart. You mean it's a father son, you mean a father son duo, not brothers. Father son duo. Correct. Correct. And, right. and, and, and we'll end, and, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm not surprised Le'Veon Bell is gone. I think he's going to get signed by a good team, and he's going to do well. I think so, well. too. But Adam Gates has to go. Well, the the Texans fired their coach. They won the next game. He was their GM, too. But here's the difference between yes. the Texans. Here's the difference between the Texans and the Jets. The Texans actually have talent. The Jets don't right now. Correct. And it is... Even if they fired Adam Gase, there's still that possibility. Because remember, Sean, Jets don't have a pass rusher. Jets don't have receivers around whoever this quarterback is. You know, whoever whoever finishes the year, whether it be Sam Darno, Joe Flacco, or, you know, the third stringer that they drafted. You know, that's, that's why they're here and we're there. The bottom line is this team just doesn't, you know, you could go out there and, and blame – Blame whoever. It all starts from up top. And to, to get back to the Le'Veon Bell point for a second, okay, you know, here's a guy that 
Lennon liked Jake Asman's tweet, who we had on our show. Think about that, how small of a world that is, who liked Jake Asman's tweets. Adam Gase comes out and says something. A couple hours later, Le'Veon Bell's gone. You know, a couple days later, Le'Veon Bell's gone. But it's just a sequence of plays that led up to it. He's not being used right. Injuries happened. You know, quarterback not being in for the first six weeks of last season ultimately is the downfall of, of Bell in that instance. And then on top of that, you know, you look at this season, especially this last game that just passed by, third and one, you, you, use, a, you use Trayvon Wesco as a fullback, and he dives right into the line. And the, the broadcasters are saying it. I forgot who it was. But they go out and they say, if he saw that cutback, he would have had a first down. Well, Trayvon Wesco's not a fullback. He's a tight end. Fourth down, they give the ball to Bell. Bell can't go anywhere because they expected it. And when teams expect it, it becomes absolutely downright atrocious. And it all starts with the coach. I get it. And I hope Joe Douglas finds a way to go out there and make this team better. But right now, in, in the grand scheme of things right now, Sean, this team is going 0-16. I hate to repeat it, but I'm going to leave it like that. Will the Jets' upcoming game, because of the uh, reshuffling of the, of the schedule, the Jets will now be at Miami taking on the Dolphins 405 on Sunday, Will. So we shall see. If they just somehow win a game, probably not, but we shall see what nope. happens against nope. a Dolphin team well, who went all the way west, and they didn't we only beat San Fran. They blew San Fran out. Well, I think it was like 17-zip first quarter. I was like, what? 17-zip <laughs> yeah. first quarter. So we shall see. Well, yeah. let's go over to the other New York team, Big Blue, who they're also 0-5. But, Will, I'm disappointed in the Giants because they should have won that game. The fact that they lost that game, especially, and Will, obviously our thoughts with Dak, that gruesome injury that yeah. he had. I mean, Will, we've seen far too many in athletes injure that same foot, that same bone, Dak Prescott, uh, Gordon uh, Hayward, he had the same thing. Um, Karis LeVert for the Nets, he had the same thing. When the bone pops out the foot, it, it's just really, really bad. Yeah. So yep. hopefully they come, hopefully he, he uh, comes back from it, Will. But, well, Giants lost 34-31 to the Cowboys, Will, but they played a, their best game of the year. They had the lead, lost it. They took it again, lost it at the end, Will. But the effort's there, and the Giants are itching. They're itching, they're itching. Well, from what you saw, from what you read, what's your take on the 0-5 Giants, but they're playing better than the JTS Jets. Joe Judge is the total opposite of Adam Case right now. At least this team's trying in all facets of the game. You know, you looked at it from the Bears game. You looked at it from the Steelers game. We mentioned it in our last episode. They're trying. Daniel Jones, I don't think he's the problem. He's got to go out there. Yes, he has to protect the football and such. That's what led to the tying score. Uh, but I don't think Daniel Jones is the problem. And if both these teams somehow go 0-16, which will not happen. And people are questioning Daniel Jones's ability. I think, you know, at that point in time, what do you do? Because Daniel Jones has just about the same wide receiving corpse as, as the Jets, but a little bit more talent 
on that end. And, you know, you're not going to get rid of uh, Saquon, even though Saquon's hurt, you're not going to get rid of him, you know, so there's that. And they're trying. That's the main thing. The main thing is they're giving effort and they're, they're playing for a coach in, in, in his first year that they really care for and they really want to see go out there and win. You know, it's, it's something that speaks volumes right now. And a lot of people really didn't have the Giants going that far. But through five games, they're only two games out of the, AFC, uh, the NFC East of that lead right there. And Dallas holds it. And what happened to Dallas on Sunday is just incredible, right? Here's Dak Prescott. He's having himself a career year thus far through four games with the receiving corps that, that's there with Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb. And, you know, you can look at uh, Cooper as well. But, you know, at least they're, they're going out there. And it's like air raid. It's like an air raid at that point in time. The defense is what's really scaring me right now with Mike McCarthy in place. And it's his first year. I understand that there are a couple other pieces too in place that, you know, they're not doing so hot. But the bottom line with, with Dallas right now that I see is that with Andy Dalton coming in, this is the best wide receiving corps that Andy Dalton has had ever. And to go back home and to do, if he could go out there and lead Dallas to a division title, which it can happen, even though I had the Eagles, it could still happen. Um, you know, who's stopping Andy Dalton with that receiving court? I don't think anybody at that point, except for Andy Dalton himself, of course. Sean, uh, what's your take on the game that happened last week? Well, before I get on the game, well, this is why players need to stop betting on themselves. Earl Thomas bet on himself, franchise guy. What did he do? He, he broke his foot. His season was over. Thankfully, the Ravens signed him, but now he's out of the league because, you know, what, uh, what took place. Dak Prescott signed a franchise tag, bet on himself. Well, there's no guarantee Jerry Jones is going to give him the contract that he wants now. So this is why identify guys, hold out, hold out, and get your money. But, well, in terms of the Giants, the effort was there. The defense, they gave up – the defense gave up, like, chunk plays. Like, they didn't play a terrible game. The James Bradbury uh, free agent signing for the Giants, that is, he's playing extremely well. He held Amari Cooper to two catches for 23 yards. That is not easy, easy to do, but he did well. But, well, the, the protection could have been better. And as well, like you said, Daniel Jones, we know he's, he's in his second year, so you have to have a little bit of uh, patience with him, but he turns the ball over way too much with the fumbles and the picks and all and and all of this. And it's like they have a good drive going, and he fumbles. It's like, bro, it's like, what are you doing? But well, the efforts there, the passions there, and you could tell they respect Joe, uh, um, the Judge. Joe Judge has that team playing hard, has them playing smart. They need some more. Uh, pieces, but I think once they get it well, I think the Giants can improve. And like you said, they're only two games out, and they've only played one team in in the East. They do play the Washington football team coming up uh, Sunday, and they got two left with Philly, one left with Washington, and then 
the Cowboys have to come up north to take on the Giants at the end of the year. So, Will, the, the division is out in front of them and they keep on improving. Will, we could see, I forgot what year it was, Will. You would know. The year that the Seahawks won the division at a 7-9, we could legit see the NFC. 2010. 2010. Thank you, Will. We could legit see the NFC East winner 8-8, eight and 7-9 eight, easily because this division is pretty bad, Will. So, Will, the, as, um, uh, like I said, the Giants have the Washington football team coming into MetLife at 1 o'clock, so we shall see what happens there. Well, before we get to our picks, pal, anything, any storylines stick out from you from week number five? How about Dwayne Haskins getting benched and going into the third role? Uh, and then Kyle Allen comes in, tries to do his thing. Ron Rivera postgame says that he found what he was looking for with uh, Kyle Allen. But, you know, Allen gets hurt and Alex Smith comes back in. Who would have thought? A year and a half ago, this guy broke his leg. And, you know, everybody's clamoring Disney, Disney, Disney when referring to Alex Smith. And here we are. So that's one of my one of my things right there. One of my takeaways from last week. Congratulations to Alex Smith for playing uh, and actually doing the not unthinkable, but going out there and just being put in a situation against uh, one of the league's best defense defensemen, uh, defensive rushers, excuse me, in Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, didn't it didn't change the result, but he went out there and he played, and that's what matters the most. He gave effort and he showed it. Uh, he wasn't fearless either. And my other final thing is, you know, you looked at the Dolphins. You said the Dolphins. How about you know you said it with them? They they went into San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo came back. He only played for a half, and they put in uh, Brethard, if, I want, if I'm saying his name right, Brethard. And, you know, they went in there. Brian Flores has a plan. Right now, through five games, you know, if the Dolphins can go in there and really shock the world here, you know, with, with what's going on with the schedule and stuff, they're playing hard. And, you know, the key constant through all of it is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick is finding a way to make, to go from Fitz tragic last season to Fitz magic from the last six games of the year to what he's doing right now. An amazing accomplishment, an amazing feat. The thing is though, is what opposing NFL defenses are going to do. Number one. And number two, if Ryan Fitzpatrick does become Fitz magic to Fitz tragic again, are we going to see Tua? Are we going to see Tua? Are we going to see him? So that's going to be a uh, an interesting storyline to say the very least. Oh, forgot one other thing. Congratulations to your Titans. We didn't even mention your Titans on beating the Buffalo Bills in Tennessee. So they're the last one of the last undefeated teams remaining in the NFL. So kudos to them, Sean. I know you got a lot on your plate. Let's hear it. Well, that's where I was about to go. Not because we won the game against the Bills. We had 12 players out because of the COVID restriction. And, well, we had, I think we had like five of, five of our practice squad guys dressed for the game. It was crazy. So the fact that the Titans could, you know, do that and beat a Buffalo Bills team that, you know, they were missing uh, Tredavious White, who was probably the best corner 
in the league. But still, to, the fact to get that win was huge. Well, that's my storyline number one. Storyline number two, well, the, the entire football world trashes this team when they're bad. I'm going to give them some credit when they're good. Well, the Cleveland Browns are 4-1. and one. That's right. Now, the Steelers are 4-0 and they lead that division. Cleveland, I, I, I don't know what it is. That was a good big win against the uh, previous 3-1 and one Colts. But, well, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs or whatever the case is, but the Browns are playing well. And, well, I'm not surprised because whenever the Browns play bad, they always have hype. Like last year, OBJ, Landry, Mayfield, and they stunk up the bed. Well, this offseason for the Browns was very quiet. It was very hush-hush. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the Browns are 4-1. Four, um, four one. Got it, well. One other thing. Yeah. Talk about the Jets being bad 0-5 and the Giants being bad 0-5. The Atlanta Falcons firing yeah. Dan Quinn. And Thomas Mamitrov, yeah. Right. A GM. So, yeah. So there's there's change going to be coming in. Will the Falcons go out there and find a new answer? And Sean, I I said it in the in the NFL preview that their window is closing and it's closing fast. And 0-5 right now with this franchise with the team intact, uh, just about having the same holdovers from a couple of years ago. Not a good look. You're seeing it right now. And even the Saints, even though the Saints found a way. On Monday Night Football, too. Both those teams' windows are not looking good right now. So we'll see what happens there. Well, that was my final uh, storyline. Well, I know that Joe uh, Burrow has looked good. Justin Herbert. Yeah. Oh, my God. This guy has – he has taken off. And, well, there's a lot of debate. Should the Dolphins take tour? Should the Dolphins take tour? I know it's the system – and Herbert has Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry and Mike Williams and Austin and Eckler, blah, blah, blah. He has played extremely well. Well, his first three starts, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. <laughs> that is crazy. It is. And, yes, they've lost all three, but he's played winning football in all three yep. of those games. Slash my final storyline, Will. The Las Vegas Raiders went on the road and beat the Chiefs. That's right. Nobody picked that. I thought oh. the Chiefs were going to go 16-0. Uh, and and here wrong. come Vegas. Yeah, and the game wasn't even close. So we have to see what happens there. Yeah. Will, let, Will, let's get into some picks, pal. Well, I don't have the, I don't have the updated five weeks. I, I do have up to week four, Will. So through four weeks, I am 41, 21, and 1. And with that tie, we had Alex uh, Mitchell on. And will I recall saying the 0-3 Bengals against the 0-3 and Eagles, some team's going to get their first win. And, well, before you made your pick, you said, could you imagine if this game has, uh, has a tie? And the game tied, Well, That is crazy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the game was actual tie. So, well, yeah. I am 41, 21, and 1. You are not too far behind me. You are 37, 25, and 1. So, only four games back. I'll add up week five and this week. Through four weeks. Through four weeks, correct. So, next <laughs> week, I'll add up week five and this week, and we'll see where we're at. Well, because the Bills played the Titans yesterday, no Thursday game. It was supposed to be Chiefs-Bills. That's been moved to next week. 
uh, Monday night. So, well, let's get into the week six picks. Well, first game on the slate, Houston coming off their first win. They traveled to Tennessee to take on my 4-0 Titans. Well, Texans, Titans, who you got? Titans, short and sweet. You know, Titans, they're looking dominant right now. You can see a little bit of a trap game here as well because of the fact that the, te- the Texans got a new head coach for sure. But I'll let you, I'll let you handle that because you're the Titans expert here. I'm not. I'm going to go Titans here. Well, and because I'm the expert, that's why I'm going to go with Houston. The Titans never beat Houston at home. They, well, the, the, the Titans have not beaten the Texans at home, I think, in the last, like, six years. Like, it's crazy. That's that. They haven't beaten them at home. They've beaten them on the road, but not at home road. So right. I think that trend continues when I'm going to take Houston to beat my Titans, but that's okay because we'll be only be four and one. Will the Baltimore Ravens travel down, well, up the turnpike, up the turnpike. I don't know. Well, they go and they they will travel to take on the Philadelphia and Eagles. Will Baltimore at Philly? Who you got? Gonna go Baltimore. Short and sweet too on this one. Well, Lamar has not looked his MVP self, but Philly doesn't know what the hell uh, that um, is going on. Now you're talking about they may trade Wentz, whatever the case is, and start hurts. We'll see. Well, I'm well. I'm going to take Baltimore there as well. Will the O and five Atlanta Falcons go up north to take on the one and four Minnesota Vikings? They're probably the worst game of the week. Will Falcons at Vikings? Who you got? Do the Falcons get their first win this this year? I say so. Give me the Falcons. Playing for a new head coach, they still have the same offensive pieces in place. Matt Ryan still Matt Ryan with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley there as well. Give me the Falcons on the road. Well, this is going to be a high-scoring game because both defenses are terrible. Dalvin Cook isn't playing. Dalvin Dalvin Cook is going to probably miss the game. So, well, I think the Falcons are going to get their first one. So, give me the Falcons on the road. Well, the game of the week, I just said their name, the game of the week. The four and one Cleveland Browns are at the four and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. The winner takes first place in the AFC North. Will Brown Steelers? Who you got? Steelers. Anytime that you keep on hearing about the hype train, it's like the Patriots going up against the Jets in the regular season. It's going to be a close game. However, every time we keep on hearing about the experienced quarterback going up against this young hot hot shot whether it be Johnny Manziel for the Browns back in the day, Deshaun Kaiser, and even, yes, even Baker Mayfield, I'm going with the Steelers. The Steelers are probably the best team in the AFC right now. Give me the Steelers. Well, I picked the Steelers and Chiefs meet in the AFC Championship game. Well, I think it'll be a close game, but the Browns have not played. Well, the one good in offense and quarterback the Browns have played so far, Dak Prescott threw for over 500 yards on them, and the Steelers are coming with Juju and Johnson and Claypool and Ebron. I think the Steelers get it done. Close game, though. Give me Pittsburgh at home. Well, the Bengals coming off their first win. Well, Joe, no, sorry, coming off the first win uh, two weeks ago, they got blasted by uh, Baltimore. Well, the Bengals are at the Colts. Well, who you got? Colts, I think, are going to look for a revenge game here. They still have a top. A top 10 defense and 
you know, Philip Rivers is probably going to want to go out there and show the world that, hey, he still has something here. Uh, and everybody loves Joe Burrow right now. Joe Burrow wants to win, make no mistake about it. But I like the Colts here at home, especially if they're having fans here. I think they're going to have a little bit of an edge, even though there's only 10,000 fans or whatever it is at Lucas Oil Stadium. Give me the Colts at home. All right, well, Colts at home, Will, I think Philip Rivers is playing for his job. Like, you heard him that they may uh, uh, put him on the bench or whatever. I think he resurrects and the Colts get it done. Will, probably the second worst game of the week, Will. The one in four, Detroit, they, they're coming off a, they were off this week. So, they come, so the one and three Detroit Lions against the one and four Jaguars, Will, Lions at Jaguars. Who you got? Ooh, man. That's tough. It's such this, a bad game. <laughs> this is the it, it, it is. This might be the worst game of the season. Um, give me the Lions on the road. Give me the Lions on the road here. Will the Jaguars play well at home and they're home? I think Gardner Minshew strokes his wand and I think the Jaguars get it done. So give me the Jaguars at home. Will a very interesting game. The Four and one Chicago Bears are at the three and two and winners of three straight Carolina Panthers. Bears at Panthers, Will. Who you got? Carolina's winning streak stops here. Give me Chicago on the road. I think Nick Foles gets it done. Khalil Mack has something to say, and there's no Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Robbie Anderson's having himself a career year right now with Teddy Bridgewater and Matt Rule. But personally, it's all about Nick Foles right now being a game manager here. And this defense for Chicago is going to come through here. Give me the Bears. Well, you're hearing talks that Le'Veon Bell may be linked to Chicago. We shall wait and see what happens there. Well, and as a Jet fan, well, for some fans, it must sting seeing Robbie put up like eight catches for 90 yards a game. I mean, he's balling. <laughs> down there, Will. But, Will, <laughs> Will, I'm going to go with the Bears here. I think the defense smothers the Panthers and the Bears get it done. Will, the Washington football team travels to MetLife to take on the 0-5 Giants. Will, will the Giants get their first win against the 1-4 Washington football team? I think so. I think the defensive line here for the Redskins is going to be a lot. But – there's no firepower there. A lot of people are calling the Washington football team the worst football team. I don't think they saw the Falcons, the Giants, or the Jets yet, especially the Jets, uh, as far as being the worst team. But in all honesty, with everything going on outside of that front seven and Ron Rivera, uh, yeah, give me the Giants at home. They get their first one this week. Well, I agree with you. I think the quarterback shuffling in Washington is way too much. And I think the Giants are going to have a game plan for that pass rush role. So give me the Giants to get their first win at home. Well, the Broncos in a, re in a rescheduled game because the Patriots had COVID. Broncos come east to take on the Patriots. Will, who you got? Patriots, short and sweet. Julak might return for this game. Cam Newton may return for this game. But, yeah, well, I think the Broncos got too many guys hurt. Give me the Patriots, short and sweet there. Well, I think we should skip this game, the four o'clock games. Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. 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 Next. Jets. Next. <laughs> next. 
Next. All right. Next. <laughs> the Dolphins. Oh, and 16. Next. <laughs> Next. A clean sweep no across the board. None. None. Well, well, in probably the second best game of the week, the Packers coming off a big win on Monday night, and they have a Bobby this week. They travel to take on the other Bay, well, Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Well, who you got? Uh, the Battle of the Bays. Who's the favorite? The favorite is... It's a pickle. It's a pickle. <laughs> Which I'm not surprised. It's a pickle. Uh, let's hear your pick first. Well, I I think Tom Brady is, is going to play mad. They didn't play well against the Bears. I think they left a, a lot of points on the board. I think Tampa gets this one. And they're at home. Yeah, go Tampa here too. You know, you just took the words right out of my mouth. How many times do we see Tom Brady on a losing streak? Not too many. Not Give too many. Right. Give me the bucks at home as well. Well, the Sunday night game, the Rams are at San Fran. This is a one of those uh, uh, old uh, rivalry games. It's the 49ers coming off an embarrassment game at home. The Rams coming off a big win against Washington. Will, who you got, Rams or 49ers? I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back. I don't think so. Um, this is such a trap game right here, too. This really is because San Francisco is going to be hungry, but if they don't have a couple of pieces on defense, oh, man. Uh, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams on the road. Well, I'm going to have to agree with you there. I think the Rams are – I think the Rams want to put San Fran in the dumps and only focus on uh, Seattle to win the NFC West. So I think the Rams are going to play a – a motivated game, and I think they're going to get the job done. Well, speaking of the Rams, Aaron Dodano last week, not one sack, not two sacks, not three sacks, four sacks against the Washington football team. That is just crazy. They're very, very bad. They're bad. Very bad. Well, we have two Monday night games. The rescheduled one, the Chiefs are at the Bills. Both teams coming off their first loss. Battled off four and one teams will who you got? Chiefs. At Chiefs. Bills. Short and sweet. This I, I I have stock in the Bills, but their pass defense is not good. Their secondary has been really atrocious. They've been ranking in the in the bottom tier of the league. Not pretty at all. And if the Chiefs can find a way to contain and spy Josh Allen, uh, and you know, if they could do that, Chiefs by a million in this game. Yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes is is going to play very, very mad. And I think the Bills are going to – also, if Tredavious White doesn't play for the Bills, that's not a good sign. So, Will, did you see that stiff arm that Derek uh, Henry gave to Josh uh, Norman? I will send you – well, I will send you the clip after to the show. Nasty stiff arm. But, well, yeah, give me the Chiefs on the road. Well, and last but not least, the second and the last game of Week 6, the – Three and two Arizona Cardinals are taking on the two and three Dallas Cowboys. Will Kyler Murray on prime time for the first time against Andy Dalton? Will who you got? Who's the favorite? The favorite is Dallas by a point. 
Upset special, Arizona. Upset Whoa. special. This <laughs> Dallas defense is not good. I don't think they can find a way to contain Kyler Murray. Uh, if you saw what they're doing if you, at that Giant game and they found a way to come back against the Giants, yeah, they don't have Chandler Jones on defense either, but you know DeAndre Hopkins is still one of the better players in the league, and Kyler Murray can go out there. and If he can have the second half he did against the Jets, all game against Dallas, upset special, Arizona. Well, this may be an on-the-board sports, sports first. We're going to have the same upset special wow. pick. I was waiting for, <laughs> to pick <Wow>. Arizona. <laughs> okay. I, I, think, I think the Cardinals are going to go in and think the Cardinals are going to beat the Cowboys. So on-the-board sports, sports first, me and Will have the same upset special. Wow. Will, that does it for the picks for week number.